My favorite part right here when white folks come back and find out ex niggas done stole This is a message to the black man in America from Elijah Muhammad, the messenger of a lot to whom praise is due forever. It ain't a rhyme, it's a lyrical sages letter. I got a mind and it's ticking like a time bomb, hitting every nigga in the head with Islam. And I'm kicking backs to the blacks in the projects. Yo, I got a sword in my hand for the rednecks. Damn the KKK. Your cross burning peck of woods wearing a hood. Yo, we don't play. Go get your buddies and your white sheets fixed with a badge and a gun. 25 cars deep, son. The only weapon that I carry is the truth about the government's plot to destroy black youth. The devil is the Mac using you to kill a black brother in the dope game, slinging cocaine and crack. But if you're too damn blind, deaf, and dumb to understand where I'm coming from, with a M-E-S-S-A-G-E to the black man, A-N-D is enemy. The color man is the other man who took the brother man from the motherland, got him fighting one another and took our names from us. And our language plus lost the religion, the cult to the god of us, the enemy. Yo, he had to deceive us with a blind head, blue-eyed pecker with Jesus. To make us permanent slaves, but Lazarus must be raised up to bust and plus to crush the devil. Who put us all in a fine mess, gave us a fake god and fed us wine flesh. You made us call you master, you bastard, put us in your church and gave us your pastor. Saying we shall overcome, but none overcame, ain't a damn thing changed and you still got a slave name. Your brain is trained in the pain of a sick man. Begging a rich man, sinking like quicksand. Cause Babylon the great is falling and calling us all in. But you don't want to get involved in America's evil. Wicked your way your life and separate from the goddamn white man. Damn, Uncle Sam better know as the color man. Read the final call, fall of America. And I was saved up as a ride with the plan from God himself. Call message to the black man.
justice, equality and independence to all African descendants who came here in the year 1555 and lost 600 million lives on a ship from Africa to North America. Study the man's character, then listen to the messenger, the honorable Elijah Muhammad. Drop the supreme wisdom, atomic bomb, but you ridiculed and rejected him. Very few of you niggas accepted him. You love to argue, but hate to listen. You condemn the Muslims, but you ain't a Christian. Well, what is a Christian? One who is Christ-like, not one that eats the pig and smokes the pipe, right? Adulterous, fornicators and hypocrites saying God's a ghost who has sex with an innocent white woman, but Jesus... Hmm, that wasn't supposed to do that that early, but here we are, live and in the mix. That was supposed to be on preview mode, but here we go. God must say, come on now, boy, time to get rocking and rolling. All right, y'all, so welcome to your power call this morning. This morning, we will be discussing very good topic. Now, this topic came from my brother, Coach Khan, the Don, because uh, I guess... Be- well, because of something that we were speaking about last week, he said, man, this would be a good one for us to watch. And it's, and it's called Domestic Violence Part 2, uh, which, is, which is a good lecture that's, that's going to kind of um, be a continuum. Oh, I'm getting that vocab up, boy. Be a continuum of last week and then after, and then after next week. I mean, after this little topic, I mean, not little topic, but after this topic right here. We're going to go ahead to the next theme, but we're going to start off in the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful. I bear witness there is no God but Allah, who we believe came in the person of Master Fahd Muhammad, who raised up for us the honorable Elijah Muhammad, the living and exalted Christ. And we thank those two for leaving in our midst today, a divine warner and guide in our midst, the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan. It's in there three names I would like to greet you all with the greeting words of peace. We said in the Arabic language, Wa salam alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. All right. Uh, today we would like to get started uh, first by, man, I appreciate everybody who's tuned in over there. Um, waiting on the follow up call. I don't know what follow up call you're talking about, Eddie BC. I don't know what follow-up call you're talking about. But uh, we appreciate y'all tuning in on Facebook and YouTube um, every morning, man. We've been rocking and rolling. Um, so make sure y'all share this out to your pages, share this out to your friends and family, man. There's been some good stuff that we've been listening to and, and, and learning from. Uh, and today, make sure you guys take notes if you're here for the first time. How we typically do this is we uh, get on here and we take notes. Okay, so we're going to get on here and we're going we're gonna to take notes. And then at the very end, we're going to share. We're going to share what stood out to us. Now, I don't see none of my admins here today. Let me see. Oh, I see Brother Hashim in this thing today. What's up, Brother Hashim? I don't see Brother Wesley. I don't see this. I don't see. Man, where my admin team at today? Okay, so I might have to rock this thing. Uh, solo dolo. All right, um... Uh, but um, how we typically do it is we 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 listen, we uh, we take notes on what stood out for us, and then at the end we dialogue about it. Uh, this is probably going to be a two part series, maybe three part series. So we're not going to watch the entire lecture. We're going to watch about an hour, maybe hour and a half, and then give our feedback on it. Okay, 
All right, let's get started. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, I bear witness that there is no God but Allah, and I bear witness that Muhammad is his messenger. We are very thankful to Allah to have this privilege of speaking uh, to you again on the subject of domestic violence, its causes, and uh, solutions. Disappointment and frustration cover the homes of black people. Disappointment and frustration. The level of frustration that black men function or attempt to function under is so great that black men live under extraordinary stress, causing even young people to suffer with stroke, high blood pressure, hypertension. And young men find themselves, who are, uh, are corporate executives, literally impotent unable to carry out the normal function of a husband to a wife. Extraordinary stress produced by frustration of natural desires and disappointment. Many brothers and sisters marry each other with a high level of expectancy. And in a short while, we become disappointed in each other. Sometimes we don't even know why. We search our minds and we search our hearts. Why am I feeling this way about my mate? All of a sudden, there's this disappointment. There is a very high level of frustration and disappointment in black women. The women don't appreciate, thank you, the level of disappointment and frustration in the black man. And the black man does not appreciate the level of disappointment and frustration in the black woman. So here we are naturally suited to each other, having become by circumstance natural opponents of each other, vying with each other rather than working with each other for the common good of all. If in the Robert Taylor Holmes, 93% of the homes are headed by a woman with no male presence. 
that should tell you that there's a high level of frustration disappointment in our homes when a woman is frustrated to that point how does she give vent to her frustration and her disappointment and how does the man the male give vent to this high level of frustration and disappointment we start generally with very caustic words some men say I don't beat my wife and that is something that you can be proud of brothers if you don't hit your wife you are generally a very good person but sometimes we can do as much violence with a word that a person would rather be hit than to suffer the kind of verbal abuse that we give to one another in the name of straightening things out. Now, a woman is different from the man. The Quran lays specific stress in these words and the female is not like the male well we know that but why does the Quran make a specific reference to this difference in the female and the male tonight I pray that Allah will bless me to get this subject matter over in a short period of time but I, I want you to reason with me tonight as we go probably a little deeper than we did on Sunday the Quran says that the male is a degree above the female Allah says in the Quran because the male is a degree above the female God gives the male the authority in the home those of you who read the Bible if you study the writings of Paul Paul says that Christ is the head of man man the head of woman how did this happen how do we as men accept this degree above and what does that imply How does a woman accept that today? That the male is a degree above the female. And if this is true, how did it become so? 
Again, in the Quran, it is written, men are the maintainers of women. And the word maintainer means in Arabic, the word is Kamal Rajulu Alal Marati, means he maintained her and managed her affair having charge of her affair. Let's stop right there. God, y'all all right? I don't want you to throw your shoes at me. The male is given the authority by God not only to be her husband, but the manager of her and her affairs. Now, let's stop right there. If you've got a business, all businesses need what? Management. Management exercises control. Management observes, studies the personnel and the property, and management draws or gets the best out of each person under his or her management and manages goods so that it brings profit. Every fighter that is a great fighter has a manager. Every singer that is a great singer or song stylist or whatnot has a manager. The manager determines and lays out the program for the development of the talent that he or she manages. Gets the right persons to help train the fighter. Gets the proper fights for the fighter. The fighter defers. You hear the fighter in the ring say, well, uh, would you like to fight uh, so-and-so next? Well, you have to speak to my manager. Well, what woman today can say that her husband is the manager of her affairs and exercises control in the affairs of his wife. Very, 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 very few. And most women today, if the man even attempts management, she, like a stallion, resists a bit in her mouth, resists the saddle, and any reins in his hand. And as a result, usually in six months, 
she throws the rider. Oh, there's a divorce. That's what I'm saying. And he admits in his heart of hearts, I just couldn't handle her. I just couldn't handle this woman. She's disappointed because you couldn't handle it. Because in reality, she wanted you to handle affairs. And she's frustrated that you didn't have what she thought you had. So she's disappointed and frustrated. Man. Now for somebody to be disappointed and frustrated because he couldn't manage, and in reality you fought his management, which is what you would do, until he showed he could handle it. You know how a horse will buck and buck and buck and buck, and then when they know you know what you're doing, they say, oh. And then they get on down and say, okay. <laughs> you know, the female is like that, brother. She'll buck. She's supposed to. To see if you are qualified to ride. This is true. That's why she's called a bride, and you are called a groom. Because those are terms that you use for horses, but they are applicable in marital affairs. So because the groom don't know how to groom, and the bride refuses to go down the bridal path. She don't want no blinders on her eyes. No, 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 I got to see every man that looks good. I won't see him. Don't you put no blinders on my eyes. Well, how you gonna walk down the path? You gotta put blinders on her eyes, brother. What do you mean by that, Farrakhan? I certainly don't mean you know, putting something on your eyes. But when that man learns how to be what God created him to be, when you relate to a woman, the stronger your relationship, the stronger your ability to manage affairs, the blinders keep growing. And pretty soon she sees nobody but you. Yeah. How did the man get a degree above the woman? How did that happen? Why did God do that in the first place? The woman is so great a creature. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad used to enter into our silly arguments sometimes because the brothers always had some talk about the sisters and the sisters always had some talk about the brothers. 
and they would use the messenger as a referee sometime. And uh, some of the bean soup scientists <laughs> thought that the woman came with the splitting of the moon 66 trillion years ago. And uh, I was at the table one night when the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said there never was a time when there was not a woman. That's a very heavy statement. Now I'm going to go to the Quran and get after the creation of a woman and how she is created a degree beneath and what the nature of the woman is and then come to the nature of the man and why we're both frustrated with one another. Allah says in the Quran that he created us from a single essence and created its mate of the same kind from that same single essence. That's very, very powerful to understand. First, you should know that the Quran in using the word mate, 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 not enemy, not devil, not opposer, but mate. Some brothers like to throw out the thought that the woman is the first devil. I've heard this kind of cheap talk. Brother, don't you ever move your mouth to speak such ignorance. Yes, sir. You're talking about your mother. If your mother is a devil, what could you be when she's your first teacher? No, brothers. This is cheap talk by men who cannot handle women. And because they don't know the art and the science of handling a woman, and are frustrated in trying before they go into homosexuality. They have to beat the woman down and call her all kinds of cheap names to justify homosexuality. And brother, when you beat down a woman, that's where you're headed. Because that's your mate. And if you don't see her as a mate, you see her as a devil, and the next thing you got to do is to get away from the devil, then where are you going? If this is your mate, where are you going after her? You going to one another? Is a man your mate? He's your brother. Not your lover. 
the Honorable Elijah Muhammad says, and the Quran bears him witness, that Allah is not begotten, nor does he beget. If Allah is not begotten, then God has no mother. God is self-created. Yet, in God's self-creation, he came out of triple darkness. As I mentioned in our Savior's Day speech, that that darkness was a womb. And when he made himself up out of that darkness, there was in him that which was of that darkness. If it were considered a womb, then in him was that. And right now, in every man is a woman. And in every woman, there's a part of the man. We are from the same essence. Listen good. There's a time when the male and the female breast looks the same. When the man evolves and the woman evolves into her nature, that changes. But at one point, they looked exactly alike. In the male is the female, and in the female is part of the male. The organs are similar at certain points. Why then should we be so hateful of one another when God created us perfectly to mate with each other? You know, you got on a beautiful pair of shoes, brother, but if I took one of them, you want to look for the mate. You know? He got on brown. I can't give him that brother's red sneaker and say that's the mate. First of all, it's the wrong color, the wrong size. Poor brother be going out of here and everybody would be laughing at him because he don't have a mate on. If we are created by God to be the mate of each other, we are born to fit, to complement each other. But there are differences that has to be appreciated. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, after Allah created himself, he studied himself. And in himself, he found a second self. Imagine God struggling through darkness to create self. A lot of pain involved. A lot of pain involved. And he makes every life to bear witness to his own beginning because no child comes into this world except through pain. Not only does the mother have pain, but the baby in making itself up by the guidance of God, by the law 
that he set forth from his own self-creation. We are bearing witness every time that one, a female, gets pregnant. She is bearing witness to the self-creation because it happens in the darkness and she's unaware of it. An explosion takes place in the triple darkness of the womb, recreating the beginning so you don't have to wonder how it began. Look and study how you began in you. In you is the secret of the beginning. But you're looking everywhere to discover where it began instead of looking right at yourself. You are a witness bearer of God. Listen now. If he creates himself and the Quran and Bible and all scripture refer to God as he, him, king, ruler, they give him a masculine gender. There's nothing wrong with that. The male predominates. From himself, he saw a second self. That's important to understand. Not a foreigner. No, 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 no. I want you to hear me well. You that think your woman is something opposed to you and enemy to you. God saw in himself comfort for himself. And from that single essence, he extracted the female from himself. So she is directly from God himself. In fact, she is his first creation and she's the first Muslim. No, 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 no. I don't want you to clap. I don't want you to clap. I want you to think. He comes into existence. There's a law by which he comes into existence. He brings his first creature into existence from his own essence. And that's you female. He couldn't make you equal to him because there is no equal to God. But he made you a little less than himself so that you could look to him. And he made you with a nature to submit to him who created you. Therefore, your nature is to bow down to him from whom you had your beginning, and that's God himself. And he made you with a nature to submit to him who created you. Therefore, your nature is to bow down to him from whom you had your beginning, and that's God himself. Now look at your nature. Boy, boy, boy. You wouldn't tell God, you ain't no manager over me. 
You don't determine my fare. Who do you think you are? He's your creator. And because he's your creator, you honor him. You love him. You submit to him. And you are his consolation. So from these two came many men and women. No. What do you mean, Farrakhan? Look, brother and sister, you start from one cell. Then you multiply their billions of cells, but the cell is similar. You are many human beings, but the essence of you comes right back to God. That's why we should never disrespect somebody because they are not, quote unquote, of our family. These all spring from the same essence, God himself. Do you hear me? So if you marry a woman and she has children from some other man, don't dog those children because they didn't come from you. Because if you trace your beginning and that, that child's beginning, it goes yes. back to that single essence, yes, sir. which is God himself. So wherever you see that human child that is a member of the original people, that is your flesh and your blood. There is no black man or woman on this earth that is not your family. That goes all the way back to God himself. Now you, sister, he made you a degree beneath himself. But you are divine in your nature. I didn't bring a handkerchief with me. Somebody have one. You are divine in your nature. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, your nature is to equal yourself up to God. You strive. He sets the standard, you strive for it. Whatever a man does when a woman falls in love with the man, the woman will try to equal herself up to that standard. This is why the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, there's no such thing as a no good woman. Every woman that you see that is no good was made that way by a no good man. Now, now look at this. If you're not right, sister, look at your life. Look at your condition. You submitted yourself to the management of somebody that mismanaged you and your affairs. And you know, when you first fall in love, pardon me? Yes, sir. When you first fall in love, if that man does not honor and respect the power of your love, 
which allows you to submit to his control. If that man is no good, he'll make you a no good woman. Isn't that something? Then after you are made no good, then what happens to what you produce? Now, what does that have to do with management of affairs and the level of frustration in the black man? The black man, direct descendant of God, is given the nature of God himself. That nature is called Islam. You don't ever have to join Islam. You are born by nature to submit your will to do the will of God. So the nature in the black man is the nature of management. Thank you. The nature of control. The nature of power. Yes. The nature of being a grantor of security the nature of being a protector, the nature of being a destroyer. All of that is written genetically in you as a man. And as a man who has been enslaved by another man, he has interfered with your knowledge to allow you to express your nature. So from the time you were enslaved, you were a frustrated black man. You understand? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When he robbed you of the knowledge of yourself, then you could not ever be a groom for a bride. She was a bride, but you never have been a groom. And in that, she walked down a path, but she was dragging you. You weren't guiding or controlling nothing. And she laughs because she controls the man. She controls him through sex. She controls him and manipulates him by the clever, wise use of his nature. She knows you better than you know yourself because the woman comes under you to study you. Every nuance about you, she's already picking up on it. And she knows what buttons to push. Am I lying, sister? Do you study the man that you love or the man you intend to marry? You study him? For what purpose? <laughs> Go ahead, I just am asking a question. Excuse me. You study him for the purpose of knowing how both to help him and to hurt him. She can do both. All depends on how we perform our duty. And by the Caucasian robbing us of the knowledge of self and the knowledge of how to be a man, a maintainer of women, a manager of 
of the woman and her affairs. You have to have knowledge to do that. And that's why they call man, manhood, manhood. We grow into manhood. The hood is that which covers the head. The hood represents knowledge, not a head covering. You put a fez on as a man, that fez represents what is supposed to be under the fez. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The fez represents knowledge, brothers. When you have the knowledge of God, then you have the knowledge of how to grow to be more like him in the way he governs the affairs of things. Yes, then the more godlike we are, the more our women submit to control, to management. God is wise. Yes. Women don't buck wise people. A woman wants to know that her husband is not only strong, when she's first attracted to him, you know, he can't be, you know, I mean, he, he, he can't be a brother, you know what I mean? I'm out there now. There's got to be a physical attraction, that's what I'm saying. That comes first. You appeal to her, you look nice, brothers. You really look nice. Tall, dark, you know what I mean? Handsome. Yes, sir. You're buffed, you <laughs> put your body in good shape. She said, wow, man, this is bad. <laughs> Woman want to know the strength is walking beside her. That's right. Because yes, she needs to be made secure. That's the nature of the creature. The creature has to be made secure by the creator. So the woman must be made secure by God. So in her nature, she must be made safe by the man. That's why women jump on your case when the money's not there for the rent. When the money's not there for the food, you tell her baby it's coming. She can't buy that. Her mind won't let her rest at night when she knows the rent is due and there ain't no money there to pay it. So she'll wake you up in the night, honey, honey, listen, listen now, listen. And you say, woman, I got to sleep. And she'll be all on our case about where's the money for the rent. You see, you shouldn't have blown that money. She didn't mind you buying her that dress. She took the dress, but at the end of the month, she's hot because the money ain't there for the rent. That's just her nature, brother. She's not going to stop doing that. There ain't no use in getting upset with her. She's always talking about money. But 90% of the problems in our home is over money. Because in this world's life, money is the medium of exchange. Money is the satisfaction of her desires. Money is that which allows her to rest comfortable at night because your money, your ability to make money is that which allows her to pay the rent. 
or allows the rent to be paid, she knows she is being made secure. And that's what a Muslim is. A Muslim is one who is made secure. And as a result of that safety and that security has entered into peace. It is the duty of a man to bring peace to his wife. I wish you all would just stop talking in the back, wherever you are, in this auditorium. I don't want nothing going on. Everything is going on right here. You need to know what I'm saying. You make sure that they're not out in the hall lollygagging. Get in here and stand around the wall. Yes, sir. That's why half of you in hell because you want to officiate, but you don't want to hear nothing. Right. Just clean all of that out in there. Just put the guards on the door and bring everybody and let them stand around the wall. Because I don't want to hear nothing after the night that you're arguing in the house. Excuse me. If you don't think that you need this, then you can excuse yourself. That means you, you know and your, ha your home is happy, you can get out of here. I'll see you next time. But if you're a black man and a black woman, I know you're in hell. You ain't got to tell me where you are. I know where you are. And only those of you are at peace right now because you ain't found out yet. Right. You're in some silly courtship stage. That's right. Oh, he's so cute. You ain't checked his, his wallet out. <laughs> but you're going to check his wallet after marriage. That's right. No, check it before. Go ahead. <laughs> he's cute. Take that to the bank. Pay your rent with his muscles and his process. Pay your rent because he's the best basketball player in the high school. Pay your rent with that. You lay down and have babies and then don't know what the hell to do after that because you're not looking at things as you should look at it. And while I'm on that subject, I want to say something about the nature of things. Parents, we are working hard. Most parents are working so hard, we are not watching as we should. You can't watch every minute of every hour of every day. But when our children get to a certain age, parents, they are being upset by the bombardment That's right. of a crazed world yeah. that is sex mad, yes. run by scientists of evil yes, freaks. That's right. You don't know what you're doing when you sit your children down 
hour after hour in front of a television and you go off with your foolishness partying, leaving your babies to be manipulated by the madness of that television. Children 10 years old, 11 years old, 12 years old, girls developed. You know this. Their bodies are the bodies of women, though their heads are the heads of children. You say, well, she's only 12. <laughs> oh, that's my boy. He's only 12. What does that mean? 12 today is like 34 yesterday. Yes, sir. What I'm suggesting, parents, look, look, look. These are our children. We can't throw them away if they make mistakes. But children, in the development of their nature, need management over their affairs. They are not qualified, neither are older ones of us qualified to manage nature. Have you ever seen a storm? Try to manage a tornado. They can't manage that. That's right. You may be able to predict, but you can't manage. That's right. That's exactly it. Nature, this that God put in us, man, this is a powerful thing. Yes. We got a law in Islam, we don't commit fornication. We don't commit adultery. Stop right there. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm off my subject now, but really I'm on my subject. Yes, you that law almost becomes a joke. Because there's another law working. Fornication ruins the future of young people. You learn about your sexuality and naturally you want to experiment. That's natural. And that's why in Islam we don't have the two free intermingling of the sexes because when you keep putting them together like that, as they grow, they're going to start experimentation. You can't blame them for that. They want to find out what this urge is that I have. Parents don't want to talk about sex. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's right. Yeah, talk about that. You don't need no book to teach you about sex. Nature teaches you. Dogs don't have a book that they study. <laughs> they don't have no snake book, no bird book, no bee book, but all kind, every time you look around, there's another bird, another That's right. bee. That's right. And you ain't got to teach people about sex. Right. Nature got it all down pat. Certain things you learn. <laughs> but parents got to talk to your children. <clears throat> yes, sir. Well, man, well, we can't talk about that. Why not? That's how they got here. That's right. That's right. Why you can't talk about it? 
we got to face reality here. Sex is real. It ain't something that the devil did. It's what God has decreed. Yes, sir. When boys and girls get to a certain age, they're naturally attracted to one another. That you'll never stop. You can keep them shut up in a room all day long, blacking out the windows. Never let them see a TV. But they'll know that nature is driving them toward the opposite. And when they pierce them walls, you got a trouble on your hand. You know, uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us in the history of Mary and Joseph. They were childhood sweethearts. They loved each other from childhood, and that happens. But the father didn't want Joseph, when he was old enough, to marry Mary. So he went on and got married. But the woman that he married and had children for, he loved her. But that woman that he was denied was like the mate of his soul. You can understand that, can't you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Somehow they met. I'll go into the details at another time. And the law at that time was any male or female committing fornication or adultery the law is you're stoned to death why we protect the home because if you don't protect the home you're not protecting civilization so the law that God sent down through Moses, a very stern, a very strict law. If you come in my home after my wife or I come in your home after your wife, I got to pay with my life for that. But when you leave two people alone in a room and they love each other, why tell them about the law of fornication? That just happened. Because two people in love with each other, a higher law kicks in. Nature's law. They love each other. They're attracted to each other. Yes, you said, thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not. Very nice of you. But when you say thou shalt not, then you should be in the room. <laughs> then you know thou wilt not. Keep the lights on. And if you see the lights go down, move on in. But when you so busy with your mates, your frustrations, till you allow your daughters and your sons the freedom to do and the time to play and your attention is gone in another direction than two young people that are experimenting with nature they don't even have to love each other they just have to be curious and since by nature we are born curious then you leave them to experiment and the result is pregnancy or unwanted pregnancy, then abortion or 
a baby is born, but there's no compatibility there with the person who, who is the father of that child, and the young child has to suffer now through that. But good can come out of that. You don't have to worry about it. Good, God makes good come out of whatever you think is wrong. God will bring good out of it if you have the right attitude toward it. You should never destroy your children because they made a mistake. Embrace them. But they have to learn now the hard way. What am I saying? The law of nature is bigger than a commandment. And if you want the law to be respected, then good manners will protect good morals. You do not leave a boy and a girl alone together in any room for any amount of time. When I first became a Muslim, my teacher was Malcolm X, and he said, an egg, an egg is hard-boiled at three minutes. <laughs> so I took that to mean something. <laughs> Better keep these males and these females away from each other in any of those uncontrolled circumstances if you want them to come out of this thing right. And if your child makes a mistake, let me just say this, it ain't because they're bad. That's right. That's right. Your children are not bad. The world is yes, bad. And we are not watching as we should. That's why every Muslim is given the general order. Take charge of this post in all temple property in view. Then walk your post in a perfect manner, keeping always on the alert. Why? Why? Because if you're not alert, something will come up. Now let me get back and finish my subject, which that was part of. Now, brothers, When you don't have the knowledge to manage, you're going to be frustrated in your marital life. You find a woman that you love, she attracts you, you get married, and a year later the attraction is gone. And you wonder why you're having so much hell with that woman that you loved so much a few months ago. Where did all this hell come from? The hell came because she's disappointed and she's frustrated. She's disappointed with us because we're not securing her. And you know what, sisters? Satan got your head so messed up that a man can't hardly satisfy you because Satan keeps raising your level of desire. You don't want a man, I mean a poor man, this is a poor man. This is a poor black man in a white man's world that is designed to crush him. 
I know when you look at the lifestyle of the rich and the famous, when you look at Dallas, when you look at them soaps, you want those nice things, you want nice clothes, you want fine shoes, you want some diamonds on your hand, but damn it, you married a poor black man. How in the hell is he gonna give you that? If he does not have the money and the wherewithal, because in order to get it in this life, you gotta have something up top here. He left school. <coughs> so he's working on a job, but you know what they give him? $4.50, $5, $6, this is a man. He can't make it off that kind of money. He can't satisfy you off that kind of money. But you, sisters, you don't know how to control your desire and bring your desire within the level of his pocketbook. Or you don't know how to sit down together and plan he's working you working how to work it out so you can both fulfill your desires amicably reasonably but you get frustrated with each other then the words that come out of your mouth check the words now he comes in naturally when he comes in you frustrated the house looks frustrated the dishes are in the sink from three days ago. The baby diapers is... A <laughs> the flies have found the diapers. The bedroom looks like a tornado hit it. Dishes piled up in the sink. The bathroom, when you go in it, you want to get out of it quick. The man comes in, he don't want to stay there. He said, baby, is there something to eat? I don't know. Did you bring anything? She ain't got no desire to cook now. She frustrated. So you tell her, look at this house. Look at this house. And she said, yeah, nigga, look at it. <laughs> she ain't big as a minute. And her husband know he could crush her. Now here they go with words now. I'm just sick of this. You make me sick. Now she's cutting him. Now, he's already cut. The world beat him. God made him to be a manager. And either he got the knowledge and don't have the, the money, or he lacks both the knowledge and the money. So he's doubly frustrated to the 19th power. Now, he comes home and you at him.
because the house is a wreck, so he's cutting you, you cutting him, then the level of verbal violence goes up. And then the, the rest is history. So-and-so killed. Man throws wife out sixth floor window. Baby's right behind them. Wife stabs husband in kitchen. He was trying to get her to the bedroom to shoot her. <laughs> now, brothers and sisters, this is a problem. Yes, sir. This man is frustrated. He don't even know why he's frustrated. Because by nature, he's a producer. Every brother in here by nature is a producer. Every brother in here by nature is a manager. Every brother in here by nature is a controller of affairs. And every brother in here by nature is one who wants to grant security to the woman in his life and the children that come from his life. Now, he's got that in him by nature. As long as his nature is dead, and he don't know what it is. He's just functioning on autopilot. But when truth comes, truth awakens the nature of the black man. This black man today is more awake. That's true. Yes, sir. But he's still awake now, but without the means to do what an awake man should do. So there's double frustration so he's a powder keg right now of potential violence there ain't one in this room that is not a killer potentially all of us just crazy as hell <laughs> I'm just sorry I just got to talk like this brothers talk to us, brother. we are so screwed up in yes. terms of lack of fulfillment yes, sir. that we are walking dynamite ready to blow that's why when the white man put a gun in your hand and call you a gang leader gang banger you just got to shoot somebody get off your frustration you drive by you ain't conscious man crazy killing babies killing your mother you so messed up that the crack dealer can come and just give you crack now because the level of your frustration is so deep till you trying to cover your pain with drugs. But the drug never helps you. What you need is knowledge and the freedom to exercise that knowledge. But who, who is gonna, who's gonna give you that? Bush don't have no plan for you. Mayor Daly don't have no plan for you. The governor don't have any plan for you. The only man that I know that had a plan for black people that is a comprehensive plan is the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. But you are walking by that man. Now look, brothers, I'm appealing to you right now. Brothers, 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 look. We can't make it by ourselves. All these beautiful young men, they need money in their pocket. 
even if you're single, you can't function without money. Them, them, uh, 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 what do you call them things you got on? Nikes or Air Jordans or whatever it is. It costs money, man. And you know that's the style, that's where you want to profile. And if you ain't got no money, what you gonna do to get it? Some poor brother got him some Nikes, Air Jordan. Some poor brother got him one of these designer jackets. He walking down the street, you said, damn, look at that nigga got. Just what I needed. <laughs> you kill him, take his shoes. Take his jacket. You take human life over some damn rubber shoes that Jordan says will make you jump higher. You know you crazy as hell. You gone here, man. Totally frustrated. Kill a human being over a vial of crack. That nigga took my damn crack and didn't pay me. I'll show him. This is how crazy we have become, brothers. What's the solution? Look, brothers, just the men on this side of this auditorium, if you allow the Honorable Elijah Muhammad to fill your head with the right knowledge, that knowledge will begin to relieve some of that pressure. But the thing that will really relieve it is when we as a body pool our resources and begin to develop an economic base that will allow us to fulfill our own desires to comfort, to secure, to protect our wives and our children. You are born managers. Look at a pimp. Pimp is a manager. He's a controller of affairs. <laughs> Not a good one, you understand? And that's not for good, but I'm saying look at the talent. Look at how he's using it. That same pimp, if you turn his knowledge in a righteous direction, he can manage a supermarket. And put people to work and see that they do their job. Like he see that that woman does her job and go upside her head. I'm not saying that that's going to work today. But the, but the point is... He's trying to ex exercise some control. That's his nature. And that's why, brothers, we are very, very frustrated and prone to violence. And that's why there's a heavy increase of violence in the black community because we are the most frustrated in terms of the nature of control that God put in us as men. Now, sisters, how are you going to deal with this highly explosive human being? You have to realize, sisters, that you have a major role to play in cooling him out and preparing him for his advancement, which is your advancement. You ain't going nowhere without the black man. He's not going anywhere without you. We can't. We are each other's mate. How do you handle a man this, in this condition? How, how do you deal with him? You know, 
in the MGT class, question number 14 of lesson number one. What is the meaning of MGT and GCC? Muslim girls training in general civilization class. And in this class, there are six basic training units. One. What is one? How to what? How to keep house. Why you say it so soft? Come on. What is the what is the first basic unit? Why must you know how to keep house? Now the brothers will say, yeah. But how to keep house is a part of our training too. On another level, I'll show you that in, in, in a minute. Look, sisters, wherever you live, if it's an apartment, if it's a room, that's your environment. You can't let that environment degenerate to filth because you live there. So your nature and your duty by nature is to keep that house. What do you mean keep house? Put things where they belong, keep things in order, and above all, keep things clean. Now, how does that relate to question number one of lesson number one? Why isn't the devil settled on the best part of the planet Earth? Because the earth belongs to the original black man and knowing that the devil was wicked, he put him out into the worst part and kept the best part for himself. That's housekeeping on another level. We got to clean the earth up from the enemy and his evil and we got to bring order back to a world of disorder, but it's keeping house on another level. But sisters, where you live, what does it look like? How did you leave it when you came tonight? How will you find it when you get home? All right, family. Thank you all for tuning in to this day's, this day's Part one of domestic violence. <clears throat> we're going to do something a little bit different because I got some work I got to get done. So what we're going to do is <clears throat> take keep your notes. And once we finish up with part two of this, which I think we should be able to finish this tomorrow, then we will wrap it up completely tomorrow. So we'll do a full uh, we'll do a full feedback tomorrow. Also, don't um, we can still talk about it today. Go inside of your power call. And click on um, click on testimonials uh, under the. If you're not inside of the app, www.thepowercall.net. That's www.thepowercall.net. Also, we've been having some guests uh, uh, come out on those Fridays and those Sundays. So shout out to those who have been going to your local uh, Muhammad Mosque to check out your study group. In your mosque, if that's something that you're interested in, checking it out in person. 
Go to www.noistudygroup.com. That's www.noistudygroup.com. So make sure y'all come back here tomorrow. Be on time so that we can hear y'all notes from today. Again, go inside of the testimonials part of the community and share your feedback from today. We can dialogue about that inside of the testimonials part. Uh, but let's let's dialogue and finish this up uh, tomorrow, inshallah. Um, let me see if there's any announcements. Any announcements? Yes, we may have one. Sister Yasina, um, maybe you can talk about this maybe tomorrow too. Sister Yasina says she uh, she she can uh, help do the sisters only classes, so um, we can do that. And if we can find a brother that can do the men's classes, looking for a brother who can do the men's classes. Um, uh, you probably saying, well, brother Ben, why you can't do it? I just don't want to be inconsistent. I'm I'm uh I'm rebuilding a program and uh I'm putting a lot of time into making this program one of the best programs that I've created. So uh my time, I just don't have the time right now to be consistent outside of these mornings. So I don't want to start something and then kind of have to stop immediately. So um if there's any brothers who want to volunteer to kind of lead their brother's class, um Let's dialogue and talk about that inside of the app, okay? So thank you all for listening. I'll see you guys, inshallah, uh, in about, what, 24 hours? Uh, less than 24 hours, 8 o'clock Central Time, uh, right here, www.thepowercall.net. Uh-oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Brother Will also said he is ready. Now, Brother Will, I seen him. I seen his comment about a week or two ago. He said, man, y'all got me, shoot, you got me. Y'all got me about to join the nation. I said, oh, come on in. So when he said, I'm ready, I don't know what you mean by that, Brother Will. When you say, I'm ready, what do you mean by that? Hmm? What you mean by that? When you say, I'm ready, let's just confirm. I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, you know, interpret that the wrong way and get overexcited for the wrong reason. I mean, whatever you're ready for, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to be, you know, some type of excitement for whatever you're ready for. But if you can clarify for us what you mean by that, what you mean by you ready, Brother Will? Brother Will. Now, I see Brother Will got his camera on today. Was you trying to, uh, you trying to come on? Oh, no, that was, uh, that's just the Zoom part. Well, maybe we'll find out tomorrow. Okay, we're going to find out tomorrow what Brother Will meant by uh, he's he's ready. So thank you all, family. I'll see you guys, inshallah, tomorrow morning. Assalamu alaikum.